Portions of today's programming have been pre-recorded. Good morning, and thank you for joining us on 99.7 and 96.7. We are Connect FM. We interrupt our regular scheduled programming to bring you local coverage of the 71st Annual National Day of Prayer. This morning's broadcast is brought to you locally by Tony Kalabaki's Barbershop, to Birch Winery, Carlson Auto Repair, Miller Home Furniture and Mattress, Nelson's Golden Years, Simcoe Incorporated, Dubois Big Deals, Psych-Titch Appliance, Lifespan Family Services, Brookville's Christian Bookstore, The Adamson Funeral Chapel, Christ the King Manor, The Dutch Pantry, Priority Media, and Tri-County Insider. And now we join local church leader Tammy Mahalik for local coverage of the 71st Annual National Day of Prayer. Good morning. My name is Tammy Mahalik, and I would like to welcome everyone listening to the 71st Annual National Day of Prayer. Before we get started, I would like to thank everyone who helped out by praying for today's National Day of Prayer. Those who took time from their busy schedules to help out in sowing prayer into our nation as well as into our city. I also would like to add, today isn't meant to be some sort of a nice program that tickles your ears and entertains you. I want everyone listening to this event on Connect FM to please come into agreement with us today in prayer. The Bible clearly states, if two or more gather together touching any one thing, he, meaning God, will be in our midst. Today, I ask that while each person is praying, please bow your head and come into agreement and join with us in prayer. Prayer is the only thing that's going to change our nation. And this year's theme of the National Day of Prayer is exalt the Lord who has established us. Today, I declare over the city of Dubois that the resident and everyone listening will do just that. Exalt the Lord who has established us. Would you please join me in prayer? Father God, I exalt you and I honor you as the great I am, the creator of heaven and earth. Lord Jesus, I invite you to be among us today on this National Day of Prayer. I pray for an open heaven over the city of Dubois, and I cancel out everything that was every assignment, everything was ever spoke over the city of Dubois and came against it in Jesus' name. I ask that you would hear our prayers and begin bringing a great paradigm shift to our area that involves repentance and turning back to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Tammy. And now we pause for the National Anthem.
And now, with our statement of faith, here's Congressman Glenn G.T. Thompson. I appreciate the opportunity to address you all on the occasion of the National Day of Prayer. Since the founding of our great nation, most presidents have issued proclamations that dedicated a formal day of prayer. And in fact, the first commander-in-chief, George Washington, ushered in a day of fasting, humiliation, and prayer, which was proclaimed by the Continental Congress to be held on Thursday, May 6, 1779. In 1952, Congress formalized this special day by codifying it in statute and charging each president with the obligation of issuing a proclamation that designates the first Thursday in May as the National Day of Prayer. Now, one of our founding fathers, Sam Adams, outlined the importance of faith in the founding and future of the country in a letter to John Trumbull when he said, quote, Religion and good morals are the only solid foundation of public liberty and happiness. Now, we are a nation built upon these sentiments. These ideals have withstood the test of time and are not limited to the practice of one faith or denomination over another, but are a reflection of the essence of our American experience. Now, this can be witnessed as our legislative branch of government is called into session with each day, beginning with prayer, over both the House and the Senate chambers. Often prayers have assisted the strongest of leaders in the resolve. I'm reminded of President Abraham Lincoln, when immersed in the horrors of the Civil War, looked to his faith for strength. He stated, I have been driven many times to my knees by the overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere else to go. My own wisdom and that of all about me seemed insufficient for that day. Since those times, our nation has faced its fair share of adversity, including senseless acts of mass violence and terrorism that have occurred in our lifetimes. Each time we are reminded that our own wisdom often is not enough. When searching for answers to horrific acts, we must maintain the same humility that Lincoln possessed to place ourselves in the hands of a higher power. After all, it's always darkest just before the dawn. As an elected official, I find myself often facing challenges and concerns about the direction of our country and how to best serve my friends, my neighbors, and the people of our great nation. Like Lincoln, I find great resolve in my faith, which has provided me the strength and the inspiration to face these challenges day in and day out. Now, I humbly ask that you all now join me in a moment of prayer. Heavenly Father, we lift this great nation up in prayer this day. We ask that you bless this country and those who are doing your work. We pray for the citizens of the Commonwealth so they may prosper. We pray that Pennsylvania's families may be strengthened by your words and grace. Lord, we pray for those that serve our country in uniform. We ask that you protect and watch over them so in the loneliest of places they are never alone. I pray this in the name of my Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you all, and God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. I'm Dr. Wendy Strauss-Watt. Please join me in praying for the state of Pennsylvania. Heavenly Father, we come to you today praying for the government and community leaders, their staffs and their families throughout our towns, cities, and state, and for the people of Pennsylvania. Give those in authority wisdom in every decision and let them think clearly. Grant them discernment and common sense so they will be strong and effective leaders. Help them to lead and govern with integrity. 
Please guide them and keep them on track. Save those who are not yet your own. Give them a glimpse of how much you love them and how much you love the world you created. Draw them to yourself into an even closer relationship with you. Anoint them with your Holy Spirit. Keep their hearts pure and their eyes turned toward you as they work in the best interests of the people they are called to serve. We pray for the people of Pennsylvania, especially as an election draws near. Give them peace and guidance in choosing spirit-filled leaders who will follow your principles. Encourage and strengthen them, giving them the wisdom they need. Help them to have courage and faith in you, no matter what they're facing day to day. Amen. My name is Tammy Mahalik, and today I'm praying for the city of Dubois. If you are listening, would you please come into agreement and please bow your head and let's pray. Lord Jesus, I lift up the city of Dubois to you. I lift up our government. I lift up our city council. I lift up our governing officials, Lord God, and I ask, God, that you would give them wisdom in Jesus' name. Father, give them wisdom in governing us. Give them wisdom in writing um, ordinances and passing bills. Father, I ask that you would take and begin to bring a great paradigm shift to the city of Dubois. I pray, God, that the people in Dubois would begin to awaken, and they would come out of their slumber. Father, I pray for the churches, Lord God, to become just that, the church. Lord God, that they would take and um, step into a new alliance with you, that they would step into a new agreement with you in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray that they would begin to pull down heaven to earth. Father, I pray that families would be restored in Dubois in Jesus' name. Father God, I just ask that God, the schools, Lord God, that, that there would be a new a new alliance, God, that people would, would desire to partner with you, that they would have a desire to partner with heaven. That God, that there would be a whole new shift Lord God, that would take place in Dubois. God, I ask that you for new minds, new mindsets. And Lord God, that you would begin to remove the veil of darkness off people's eyes. And God, that they would begin to see and walk clearly, Lord God, according to kingdom principles and kingdom values. And Jesus' name, Father, I lift up the city of Dubois and I decree and declare, Lord God, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And God, everything spoke over the city of Dubois, God, that, it, that that's not of you, that it be canceled in Jesus' name. Everything that's been cursed, everything that's, been, um, that's come against, God, what you want, your kingdom principles, God, that they would be canceled out in Jesus' name, and it would be your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now. I was blind, but now I see. It was grace that taught my heart. 
for government. Father, you created the earth for us, your people, because you wanted a family, sons and daughters, a bride for your son Jesus. And Lord, we've stepped outside your rule and have decided to do things our own way. We've turned our backs on your ways and your laws. You never told us to separate you from the process because we are not a separate kingdom. We are a part of the kingdom of heaven. You are not into politics because government and politics are not the same thing. So, Lord, we have separated you out of the process, and we've removed the primary way that you've brought order, safety, security, and blessings into the earth. We repent of our sin, ask your forgiveness, and turn our hearts back to you. Psalm 2 says, Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth take their stand, and the rulers gather together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Let us break their chains, they say, and throw off their fetters. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then he rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will proclaim the decree of the Lord. 
He said to me, You are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask of me, and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. You will rule them with an iron scepter. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. Therefore, you kings, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry and you be destroyed in your way, for his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Amen. Hi, my name is Elaine Rice, and I am so glad you are tuned in to pray with me on this National Day of Prayer. I have a heart to pray for our military as my husband, Jonathan, is retired from the U.S. Army after serving 20 years. Military life is not for the faint of heart and has its own set of unique challenges. The training, deployments, field exercises, separations from family and friends, loneliness, temptations, demands of duty, moving from post to post, fear and uncertainty, wars and rumors of wars. So would you please join me in praying for our military? First and foremost, we pray for the salvation of our military members and their families, that each one would accept Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord of their lives, and that they would have an ever-increasing relationship with God. We pray for the protection and safety of our military members and their families. We pray Psalm 91 over each one and ask, Lord, that you uphold them with your mighty right hand, keep watch over them, and keep them safe in the shelter of the Almighty. We pray for the military chaplains that you, Lord, would give them wisdom as they lead, counsel, and comfort those in need. Lord, be with the service members currently deployed. May you be their comfort and their guide as they live and walk in a foreign land. Give them assurance that you are a shield around them and ever-present help in the time of need. Grant our service members courage to fulfill their duties. Encourage them as they also encourage one another. We ask, Lord, that you guard their families and loved ones on the home front. Provide them with peace and surround them with your love as they are apart and long for their loved one's safe return. May they find hope and strength in you for the challenges of each new day. Lord, we ask that you bless and watch over marriages in the military. Preserve the bonds of husband and wife and give them strength to endure separation, frequent moves, and all the uncertainty military life brings. For each veteran who has served our country throughout the years, we thank you for your sacrifice and service. Lord, comfort those who struggle in life after war and help us to honor and care for those who have given so much for us. Be with our nation's leaders and those who make decisions for our military. Give them wisdom and discernment in everything they do. And we ask all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Miss Rice. And now, a prayer for local families by Kathy Kaler. Father, I'm praying for the family mountain today. Father, we pray protection over families, marriages, and children. Father, you are the one who designed families. You made man in your own image, male and female. You blessed them with authority and dominion over the fish and the birds and everything that moves on the earth. Father, I decree that fathers are good providers and mothers are good nurturers. I decree that people will know their God-given identity, and I bind the spirit of deception, trying to tell children or anyone that they are a different gender. I decree marriages will be held in high esteem, marriages between one man and one woman. I decree that marriage is respected and honored because, God, you were the one who ordained this covenant relationship. Thank you, Father, that you compare us, the church, the ecclesia, 
as the bride of Christ. And Jesus, you are our bridegroom. Lord, I decree that parents are loving and devoted, that they have wisdom and discernment, insight and discipline, that fathers will not provoke their children to anger. Lord, that, you will br- that they will bring them up in the training and admonition of you, Lord. I decree, Lord, that um, truth will come to our governing officials, and I bind every government law and restriction that controls or endangers our students. I pray for parents to get involved with the school board. Thank you, Father, for your words of warning to those who try to harm our children or invoke, involve them in human trafficking or any other evil agenda. I decree that our children are protected, that they're watched over by your angels, and that our children will be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we'll let their requests be named to you, Lord, and that the peace of God surpasses all understanding will guard their hearts and minds through you, Jesus. I decree our children will think on things that are true and noble and just and pure and lovely, things that are of virtue and anything praiseworthy. This is what they'll think on. I decree that our children will hear a voice behind them saying, this is the way, walk in it, and that they will obey their parents in everything because this pleases you. I decree, Lord, that our children can do all things through you, Jesus, who give them strength, and that they will trust in you, Lord, with all their hearts and not lean on their own understanding. In all their ways, Lord, they'd submit to you and and that you would make their path straight. Thank you, Lord, that you made the family, Lord God, and that this is Uh, your uh, covenant, Father. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
Hello, my name is Becky Bona, and I live in the Kersey area. I feel honored today to be asked to pray for the National Day of Prayer for a subject that's very close to my heart. It's our youth. And whether you're a parent, a grandparent, a teacher, a volunteer, or even a, a youth leader, we know the youth need encouraged, they need inspired, and most importantly, they need loved. So today I will pray and declare a blessing over them. So will you join me right now in prayer? Dear precious Heavenly Father, we come before you in prayer and we declare a blessing on the youth of our nation, for we know they truly are the foundation of our churches. Today I declare that the youth are blessed with godly wisdom and would receive clear direction for their lives. I also pray that they are blessed with courage and talent and abundance and also for strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. Father, I pray they also are blessed with good families, great friends, good health and faith and favor, and that you, Father, would place within them the compassion in their hearts and a positive outlook on life. Finally, Father, I come before you and pray that if any curse or any negative word has ever been spoken over them, that it would be broken right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for hearing our prayers and for equipping our youth with everything they need to prosper and succeed in this world. We bless you, Father, for all that you do and for all the love, mercy, and grace that you have on your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Becky. And now a prayer for our local churches by Pastor Charlene Lover. What an incredible joy it is to turn our faces to God in prayer and in thanksgiving as we gather together in community, in our cities, and in our nation, and the world on this appointed day. The National Day of Prayer, a chosen day to fix our eyes upon the one true God who gave his only Son to die on a cross for all, that whosoever believes in him and in the power of his resurrection would not perish but have everlasting life. Romans 10:9. I am Reverend Charlene, pastor of Trinity Chapel, Du Bois. My prayer request is in regards to the church. The church is referred to in the Bible as the Greek word ekklesia and is defined as the called out ones. For it is written, he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. May we, the ecclesia, be, the, be found faithful to go into the world, our communities and the nations. We must share the word of the Lord that so burns within our hearts. O oh Lord, open doors that no one can shut as we carry the truth of Jesus into all the world, we pray. Yet in the quiet of my prayers, I often hear the words of my Lord saying, The church remains silent, and it is deafening to me. My church continues to walk on the path of complacency and apathy. 
The spirit of religion controls my churches to the point of being nothing more than dry bones in a heap scattered over the long list of your own agendas. The very work that keeps you deceived from doing the work of the kingdom. My pulpit is filled with words that are without repentance and conviction, leaving my people, my called-out ones, the body of Christ, in a worse state, untouched by my hand for deliverance and transformation unto righteousness. But I, the Lord, desire a thirsty and hungry people who thirst for righteousness and to walk in holiness. I, the Lord, seek those who walk with clean hands and a pure heart. It is for these ones I will reveal my heart and stand in your midst and pour out my glory. Intently I hear his cry, calling out to his people, Awaken from your sleep, my ecclesia. Lift up your voice and speak my truth in a world that has lost its moral compass as established by my precepts. Be the light that shines in the darkness. Remain silent no longer. Speak, speak, speak. Speak truth. Speak life. Speak my words from the word, for I am the way, the truth, and the life. O Lord, I pray, give us eyes to see and ears to hear your word. We desire no longer to grieve your heart, but walk in obedience and come into alignment to your will. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Glorious Father, you alone are worthy of our praise, and you alone are worthy of our obedience. Forgiving Lord, forgive us, the body of Christ, for our many sins. Remove the obstacles that hinder the work of the Holy Spirit to be the true ecclesia. Forgive us for not uniting for a kingdom purpose. All to the glory of God and in the power of his love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Lover. And now a prayer for education with Marty Coons. God's Word tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, so we pray against any and all that dissipates and dispels the fear of the Lord and the honor of God. We know that our conflict is not against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual influences and the darkness that blinds the minds and deadens the hearts against you, God. We pray against any and all violence against the educational system. We see that the spirit of this world has set up an attitude that parents should just turn their children over to the state and have no say in what is being taught. But we say absolutely no to this. We pray that more and more would be concerned and involved knowing that their their children are being taught. Paula J. Fox, in her book, The Heart of a Teacher, stated, and I pray this in the heart would be in the heart of all those who educate and influence our children. A child's heart is a fragile. Don't break it. A child's mind is open. Don't close it. A child's soul is tender. Don't harden it. A child's spirit is joyful. Don't crush it. God has created and filled every child with an individual potential distinct from any other person and placed people around them to nurture and provide opportunities to draw out those potentials 
and help them to discover their interests and their talents. I pray for the school that would provide positive and safe environments free from violence, bullying, drugs, alcohol, and sexual abuse, where a child's potential is fed and encouraged. I pray that teachers that know you would become a light and a sanctuary to the children that need help. Those that need help would be drawn to them, and you would give those teachers the answers and solutions to the problems. I pray that the parents' cooperation with the teachers, they would assume the responsibility to get involved in the education of their children amidst the busyness of their life. The parents would have an open, honest, and intimate, loving relationship with their children, involved with their children, praying with them every day for them and with them. I pray that children and you would give them the wisdom and discernment to be drawn towards the positive and turn away from the harmful, negative situations and potential friendships that they would find and know you and establish friendships with others that know you and be strengthened and discouraged to stand firm against all that's against them. We pray for love, peace, and your truth over the attitudes and environments that our children's places where our children could learn, safe places. We pray against a promotion of indoctrination over education, the wisdom to know the difference and where the lines are being crossed. We pray for all the absolute best for the gifts and talents, God, you have placed in our children. In the mighty name of the one who said, with man, this is impossible. With God, all things are possible. Humanly, we are powerless to confront all these problems and issues. We don't know exactly what to do, but our eyes are on you, O oh God. We absolutely do not want the line from Judges 2.10 to be repeated over this generation, which states, and another generation grew up that knew nothing about the Lord and what he had done for their people. We are earnestly asking you to raise up another Joshua generation that would boldly confront all the giants that oppose them and their knowledge of you, and the things, those who seek to hinder them from living a life that honors you. In the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain, that Jesus Christ is born. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. When I was a sinner, I prayed both night and day. I asked the Lord to help me, and He showed me the way. Go, tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go, tell it on the mountain. Jesus Christ is born. He made me a watchman upon the city wall. And if I am a Christian, I am the least of all. 
was in a lonely manger that Jesus Christ was born. The Lord sent down an angel that bright and glorious morn go tell it on the mountain over the hills and everywhere go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Go tell it on the mountain over and everywhere go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born that Jesus Christ is born that Jesus Christ is born Hello, I am Pastor David Nagel staff chaplain for the Penn Highlands Healthcare Hospital here in Dubois. And would you please join me in prayer for healthcare and for all of our healthcare workers. Dear Father God, we thank you for our healthcare facilities and all of the healthcare workers who are all heroes locally and, and across our nation. Please bless them today and strengthen them as they continue to rise to meet the great challenges they face every day in caring for all of us. May they know your presence to be with them, giving them wisdom, assurance, and peace of heart and mind as they stand on the front line of our health care needs. May they trust in you for all of their needs as well. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. I'm Grant Ace, and I'm going to be praying today for arts and entertainment. So, Lord Jesus, we just come to you today in the midst of everything happening in our nation across the world, in the midst of sorrow and tragedy, Lord Jesus, we just come to you um, knowing that you're fully good, knowing that you um, have instilled in us to be creative, knowing that you have instilled in us to be who we're supposed to be through you, and through the things and through the gifts that you've given us, whether it be people who are Christians or non-Christians in Hollywood and Broadway, Lord Jesus, that you will just begin to shine your light through them, that they will just feel inspired by your Holy Spirit to create things that only you can inspire someone to create, Lord Jesus, and that through the, through these things people can become inspired and people can become more aware of who you are, Lord Jesus, and that there is a saving God, Lord Jesus, in this nation and in this world. And Lord Jesus, I just ask that uh, whether it be filmmakers, whether it be actors, whether it be performance performers, or whether it be musicians, Lord Jesus, that you will just shine through in every single aspect of our entertainment, and that you, Lord Jesus, will be able to show them who you are, and to show the world who you are through their gifts. Lord Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Grant. And now a prayer for our business community. Hello, my name is Martha Miles. I'll be reading from Psalms 112, verses 3 to 7. Wealth and riches will be in this house and his righteousness endures forever. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteousness. A man deals graciously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and we praise you for all that you have done for us in the marketplace. 
and on the business mountains. I asked, Father, that Bible studies and uh, prayer meetings would become commonplace in the marketplace, that business owners would conduct their business practices in ways that honor God to aid in the decreasing the nation's high unemployment rate. Father, to respond to the financial needs of our community by providing jobs, to support causes with biblical agendas, business owners to conduct their business practices to honor God, to support and strengthen the vision, individuals to walk in integrity and fairness of heart, that they would have inspiration and creative ways for invention. Father, to come against, I come against the spirit of greed, ungodly agendas, and self-gain. Father, that they would increase in growth of finances to stabilize the businesses, the resources and godly influence to be used to support causes with biblical principles, that revival would ignite in the marketplace to contain gatherings for prayer meetings. Father, that revival would be ignited to come against selfish gain and ungodly agendas, giving and generosity to go forth to fund the work of the kingdom and to serve all that the needs of the business mountain. Father, that business owners would strengthen our nation's economy through viable transactions and that they will see that God is provider to supply all their needs. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. He's got the whole world in his hands. 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 He's got the little tiny baby. In his hand he got the little tiny baby In his hand he got the little tiny baby In his hand he got the whole world in his hand He's got you and me brother In his hand he got you and me sister In his hand you and me brother In his hand he got the whole world in his hand He's got the son and the father in his hands, the son and the father. Right in his hands, he's got the son and the father. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got mother and a daughter. In his hands, mother and the daughter. Right in his hands, he's got mother and the daughter. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. He has got everybody here. In his hands, got everybody here. In his hands, everybody here. In his hands, got the whole world in his hands. He got the sun and the moon. In his hands, the sun and the moon. He's got him in his hands, the sun and the moon. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world. The whole world in his hands, the whole world in his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. He has got the whole world in his hands, the whole world in his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands, he's got the whole world. And now, our closing prayer from Tammy Mahalik. 
Lord Jesus, I thank you for every person that participated in the National Day of Prayer. I thank you, God, for those who are listening on Connect FM and, God, that they have joined us in prayer today. I pray, God, that our prayers made a difference. I pray, God, that our prayers, God, have cultivated, Lord God, a culture of prayer in Pennsylvania and in Du Bois. Father, I pray that our prayers, Lord God, that, that were spoken today and prayed that, God, they're going to make a difference because, God, your word does not return void. So, Lord, I just decree and declare, Lord God, on this National Day of Prayer, Lord God, the city of Dubois and Pennsylvania, Lord God, are yours. And, God, that our city and our nation and our state will be in covenant with you. In Jesus' name, amen. And I want to thank you so much for everyone listening today the 71st Annual National Day of Prayer. I just want to thank you for uh, taking time out of your busy lives to listen. Have a great day. Thank you, Tammy. This concludes our coverage of the 71st Annual National Day of Prayer. This morning's broadcast was brought to us locally by Tony Kalbaki's Barbershop, to Birch Winery, Carlson Auto Repair, Miller Home Furniture and Mattress, Nelson's Golden Years, Simcoe Incorporated, Dubois Big Deals, Psych Appliance, Lifespan Family Services, The Brookville Christian Bookstore, The Adamson Funeral Chapel, Christ the King Manor, The Dutch Pantry, Priority Media, and Tri-County Insider. And now we join our regular scheduled programming already in progress. Portions of today's programming have been pre-recorded.